You're listening to Creatively Geeky, the support group for your creative process. Hello and welcome to the Creatively Geeky Show, episode number 21. I'm your host for the evening, Eugene Stevens. It's welcome. No, that's right, it is. <laughs> welcome. You know what? It doesn't matter. It's Christmas time. I'm here with Chris and Ray. How are y'all doing? Excellent. <laughs> um, let's see here. So, number one, uh, you may have noticed we're a little bit on the late side. Um, a lot of things got pushed back. Last month was a huge month for a lot of people. Some people had some uh, stuff going on with family. Some people had stuff going on with work. Some people went to New York City and saw the premiere of a movie. Lots of stuff was happening. Um, we might go into that in just here a few minutes, uh, just because there's some kind of creative things to it. But anyway, uh, how are y'all doing? Fine. <laughs> I don't know. Tired. Tired. Not tired. bad. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. We're tired is. Tired is becoming a personality trait. I think so. so. That's what happens when you get forty. He's not quite there yet, but I feel I'm like I'm catching up. Forty's like when you sort of accept how tired you are. Oh yeah, yeah. That's definitely <laughs> a thing. Maybe maybe we should do an episode on um, creativity. You know, throughout your years, because you're like when you're twenties, you can just go. It's like. Oh, it's 3 a.m. No problem. I'm going to finish, you know, knocking this out. 30, you're just like, oh, I probably should get to sleep. 40, it's like, nope, 9 o'clock, time to quit. <laughs> so, <I'm> <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's kind of start with our updates. Uh, would anyone like to go first? I'll go first. All right. Chris, I had down a uh, finished blanket, finished the next one, and um, entryway paint slash oh. paper. Okay. So I think that was finish the blanket that was ordered. But no, that, no, 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 no. Oh, no. That was I know what that was. No, okay. Nope, I got it. Okay. So I had decided I got an idea for my series two common room blankets. Mm-hmm. And so I started it and I finished the Slytherin one, but I didn't like it. I liked okay. what I did with it. I just didn't like how I, um, the color combinations I did, like how I colored it. So mm-hmm. I ripped the whole thing apart and redid it. Uh, ran out of yarn oh no because <laughs> of the way i did it it uh-huh. yeah i need yarn uh but i finished a gryffindor one i actually okay. wasn't talking i'll go down and grab it sure um so and I'm, I'm much much happier with the color combinations on this one than what i originally had planned um so i did finish a gryffindor one i am if i had not have run out of a, a specific color of yarn i would have finished the southern one mm-hmm. um I also finished a Ravenclaw scarf for my dad for Christmas because he asked for one. Mm-hmm. And it's and I had to oh Logan and I had to he comes a girl I had to knit that so um, it took me four tries to start it because I forgot how to knit a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been crocheting for so long and had and, and knit um, and then the entryway paint so. Um, my cousin, we bought this house for my cousin, and my cousin is a lot younger than us. She's about 13 years younger than me, and she's so she's got a more modern aesthetic than right. what we do. And when I was 25, when we were 25, we also, you know, we're a bit more trendier than what we are now. Um, so she painted the trim white, mm-hmm. which is fine. See, it works in here. And yeah, but the, that's because this has been painted white for a very long time. No, she painted this white. This was all original. She didn't. Yeah, and she painted it. Anyway, so, but it works in here, right? Like, it works with the dark blue, and it's all very lovely. It's fine. In the entryway, I decided that I wanted it to be white with with the original brown trim color. So I've been stripping it. It's taking a long-ass time to strip it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got it half done. I have it half done. No paper. Um, but I've got one door casing done. I have the intricate, um, column that goes up to the stairs. Um, that's all done. I got that done. That was lots of detail and molding. And I had to get like a computer screwdriver in to get all the little details. Um, so the the house again is it's over a hundred years old and some of the wood trim is handmade with, very decorative detail yes and you gotta get into those little grooves that are now white yes so um 
but because I'm using paint stripper, um, the weather was so on and off and I have to have the windows open and everything for ventilation. And it was just, it was so on and off one day it'd be cold and it doesn't work well when it's cold. And then the next day it'd be fine, but then we had something going on. So it'll, it won't get done until the spring. Gotcha. So I'm just going to live with Basically it. those projects are all done. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I can't do now. any painting like no, no stripping. I can paint. Um, but I'm not going to, because when you strip paint, um, I'm also stripping off a layer of varnish and yep. I'm not very uh, neat and tidy about it. So I wind up getting it on the wall. So I might as well just wait, screw up all the gray paint that's there now and then paint over it yep. with, the, with the white. You, you got a questioning look on your face. You Eugene. What's up? One of my cats is walking around down here just going, row, 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 and I'm just like, I know it's not in pain. I'm trying to figure out what's going on. So, um, <laughs> What if you need to pause, you go ahead. on with Luke. Question mark. <laughs> and to the wife. All right. So, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, that's a thing. Um, yeah. Well, it's also like not like you haven't had anything else going on. Like you know, it's not like you've been working a job or anything. I mean, so. Oh wait a minute! That's right, you have. So that also well, kind well, of. Well, that well, okay. So I don't know about the current situation with that. We don't necessarily have to bring it up, but at least for a while there, you were also working a job, and so I mean, it's like there's a lot of stuff going on. So totally, and I understand the whole thing about the weather. It's kind of yeah. bleeds in a little bit to our topic tonight, you know, right, because. Yeah. Well, yeah, so um, November up here is really on well, and off. It's like on you, and off. So the problem is, is that you can't really do anything because it's not cold enough for the snow and the ice to like stay. So you'll it gets sloppy. It's yeah. like this gross, mm-hmm. wet. Like it's wet, it's and then wet and, and then yeah, you can't do like. But then you have one day where it's like 15 degrees Celsius out. So it's mud outside, or or underneath the ice crisp snow is mud. Yeah, it's not frozen yeah. yet. So you're walking around, and then the next thing you know, yeah, you're dragging mud and shit in the house. It's like, so it's a weird month for stuff. But yeah, it was it was all temperature based. So that stuff's waiting until spring, and we will get it done, and it'll look awesome. Yeah. But that's time. I didn't. I didn't. Time. It's gonna take time. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, Ray, did you want to go next? Sure, man. You're gonna have to remind me because I. Um, you actually had very light. You said. Um, Carved pumpkins and mm-hmm. new door trim. Oh, and both of those are done. Yeah. Nice. You did it. <laughs> you did it. So the, the pumpkins, what did you end up doing? Uh, I, you know what? I kept it simple this year. Um, we, I, I made the smart decision of bringing the pumpkins in a couple of days before we carved them to mm-hmm. make sure they were at least warm. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I will say what uh, what I was more excited about was – we got the projector and we got it working in the in the. It house. looked really cool. And so each window had its own portrait mm-hmm. uh, outside, and yeah. I actually did scare a teenager as well, which is my. It's that's always my a goal. goal. I want to scare. Got to scare somebody, and yeah, it's my favorite one as a teenager. So, <clears throat> yeah, um, so yeah, that all worked really well. Um, thank goodness I looked things up, and uh, I was I saw this really cool trick to. Uh, to use a mirror on the inside of the house, and then it, it bounces it back off onto the windows, um, and then that way you can actually get a bigger picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to be using that trick more often. I'm going to have to figure out how to how to do a, a more uh, sophisticated setup than what I did, which because the, the mirror was being held up by boots and stuff. So. <laughs> It worked. It did the job. It worked. It did the job, but it was not easy to maneuver through the area. So gotcha. Um, Yeah. So um, that was good. Uh, It was. I know I did a couple of pumpkins, uh, but again, they were more simple and and not my typical, uh, um, not my typical like seven pumpkins that I do. So. Um, as for the trim, the trim, yeah, I was able to get that up. Um, Chris is in charge of the painting, so that's fine. Uh, but I did my part and it's up and it's done and that's <laughs> good deal. Yeah. So that's all done. Uh, cause school I'm still trying to work on. And then, um, the other thing is, is we are doing, uh, kind of a workout, uh, challenge with, with Joseph. Uh-huh. Um, 
And so that's taking a bit of time as well, which I'm thankful for. And it's keeping me honest, which is good. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's it. Uh, Chris, you have the blanket back. Do you want to show it off? Yes. Sure. So this is called a granny square. Now this is a big ass granny square. Mm -hmm. This is the Gryffindor one. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then I did. That looks really nice. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So I did that. It's about the (laughs) same width as the first round of of, uh, blankets. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a square, so it's obviously not going to be as long. Um, so yeah, so once I thought of that, I had to rip the Slytherin one apart because I just had it in blocks of color going out. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that as much. It looked kind of sloppy almost because it wasn't consistent. Um, but yeah, this is I, li- I, I like this much better, and um, yeah, it looks a lot better, and it. You know, it's a lot of ends to tie. A lot of. Ends. I was gonna say. So I'm assuming. I'm assuming. Looking at the pattern, you. Yes. You go with one color for a while, and then you yeah. cut. And, I, and you said tie, so I'm assuming you tie the end to the next one, and then you yeah. start up again. Yeah. So it's basically each row. I'm doing mm-hmm. a different color. So it's how many rows of ends that you have to sew in, and yeah. It's a lot. lot. It doesn't take a long time, but it's just there's like 40 something rows of of colors that you have to sort of tie off, make sure they're tight. They're not going to unravel and um, and do that. But yeah, so each row is a different color. And yeah, but I really like the color scheme. And yeah, so I'm I'm excited. I'm going to make the Ravenclaw one next because I do have to order yarn and wait for it to come. So I'm going to start the Ravenclaw one next and because I have what I want it to look like in my head. And then Hufflepuff, I'm still trying to figure out the colors, like how, the pattern for them. You'll I'm not it. quite sure yet. Yeah, I'll get it. I'm just, I got to So you're going to do it. different patterns for each one as well, not just the colors? Because I thought maybe you just swap out the colors and keep the same pattern. I am. I'm going to swap out the colors, but I have three different colors per house. Uh-huh. So how, what pattern do I want those colors to go in? Okay, I gotcha. Yeah. So I have it figured out for Slytherin. I have it figured out for Ravenclaw. I just don't know how to do it for Hufflepuff just yet, but I'll figure it out. Okay. It'll come to me all of a sudden. <laughs> like nice. <it> does. <laughs> yeah. um, well, let's see here. So I had – let's see here. Get back into my phone because it keeps locking me out. Let's see here. I had Finnish Ecto, Weathering Ghostbusters stuff, and Death Whistle. Uh, the death whistle actually kind of got added here at the end. So let's start with the first thing. Finish my ecto. Yes, I did complete my ecto. Yay! I'm trying to remember when we recorded this last. I'm assuming from carving pumpkins, it was before Halloween. Halloween, yes. yeah. Um, so let me go through that real quick. Uh, the week before, two weeks before Halloween, uh, was I think. Oh, East be Columbus Day. I don't know what we call it now. Anyway, we had a holiday that day, and my wife and I, uh, we were six months out from getting our first COVID shots, and we're like, all right, let's go get scheduled and get our booster shots. We went and did that in the morning, and that afternoon, one of our boys started not feeling so great, and just kind of on a whim, we gave him a rapid test, and he popped positive. Uh, he got a um, uh, true diagnosis the next day. His brother had a true diagnosis the day after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my wife stayed home with them, you know, while they were dealing with that. And even though she had just gotten a booster being around them constantly, she ended up getting it. And then of course I ended up getting it. Um, yeah, I think because, yeah, I think because I had my booster, I literally felt bad for about two days, like, like a cold type flu for about two days. And then after that, I was pretty much fine. I just, it wore me out. So like if I would go, I could go work on something for 30 minutes and be like, all right, time to sit down for an hour. Like mm-hmm. it, it just really is mm-hmm. at my, my strength. Um, so unfortunately, uh, well, during that time period, I managed to finish my ecto, which was awesome. Unfortunately though, my, um, uh, um, time period that I had to stay away from everybody covered the, uh, um, um, big event that we had for epically geeky uh the uh uh what was it it was a trunk or treat that we did event and that's when i was going to debut my uh ecto but that didn't end up happening on the other so what ended up happening though is 
for Halloween, on the other hand, we walked around the neighborhood and uh, Christy drove my car and it looked awesome. It was really, really cool. And then we parked it out front of the house and turned on all the lights and it was a lot of fun. Uh, so I did finish my Ecto. Um, some people have floated some ideas for some additional things um and i am considering a few of them we will see uh some of them might be overkill we'll just we'll find out so uh i'm Listen, not doing hydraulics on it like you had originally i'm said. just saying an airsoft ride would be perfect oh i'm sure it would um so anyway i did finish my ecto weather and ghostbusters stuff that was an interesting thing so i've wanted to weather my flight suits for quite a while now I started with my older flight suit and um, my airbrush is actually still sitting right here. Like, because I'm like, there's several things I want to airbrush. I'm not going to put it up. So maybe I'll actually use it more. So it's sitting right here and I airbrushed it. And um, I started with Browns and I did kind of all of the, all the crevices where stuff would build up and, you know, it tends to get dingy. I did it turned out really well. Um, I also went back and did some greens and whites on it, just like for slime and, and marshmallow uh, stuff. I thought it turned out okay. wasn't my favorite thing. So I just did it on the – that's why I did it as a test on the first one. And so my current flight suit, um, I got the acrylics, painted up. I thought it looked really good. Um, went and did several different events, came home and washed it, and all the acrylic washed out. Oh, no. <laughs> so apparently uh, I had not switched. used the correct acrylic. Yeah. So had to do some research, and I found – this fabric paint acrylic, specifically that you set with a uh, iron afterwards. Yeah. So uh, possibly over the Christmas break, I will be uh, re-weathering my uh, flight suit. And then I'll probably go ahead and do my Navy one as well. And then hitting them with an iron so that it sticks. Um, because I cannot not wash my flight suit like yeah. you just get too sweaty and stuff. There are members in the community that say, oh, no. You want it to look beat up and everything. Don't bother. And I'm like, no, I don't want this. Oh, to well, you need. It's like people who don't wash the blue jeans. It's like, really, you need yeah. to. You need to wash your yeah. stuff. Yeah. You so, get sweaty. Um, what I was gonna say is, even after hitting with the iron, maybe throw in the dryer just after it's been set. Yeah, it's probably good. Yeah, that'll good really too. set it, and then you're good. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, at that point, the more beat up it gets, the, the better. So, because I'm definitely going for more. All of my equipment is is beat up and stuff. Uh, there are some things I need to go back and kind of redo the weathering on a little bit. Um, we can talk about that in just a bit. But anyway, um, the death whistle. So this is not something I had planned doing. This is something <laughs> that just kind of came about. Um, just real quick, I'll try to make this as quick as possible. I had the opportunity come up to, come up to actually go to New York City for the premiere of Ghostbusters Afterlife, uh, which was a hell of a lot of fun. Um, got to go up there and uh, got to meet the uh, director and writer. Uh, he actually signed a poster for me, which was really fun. Um, and I also got a, a picture of McKenna Grace, who is the lead actress in the movie, uh, with the ecto goggles that I made, uh, the ones that actually you know take a picture. Uh, while I was there, I demonstrated it to a bunch of different Ghostbuster groups, and I have sold a lot oh, of the wow. plane. A lot of the plane, which is nice. Um, but that being said, so anyway, one of the props that shows up in the movie, uh, and it's funny because Adam Savage was asked to make a prop for the movie because he is friends with Jason Reitman, the director and writer, and um, – he ended up just doing something small and he ended up doing it, it's a prop in the movie. If you've not seen the movie, I'm not really giving anything away. Uh, there's what's called an Aztec or Mayan death whistle. And it looks kind of like a skull. You blow into it. It's supposed to ward off ghost. Um, it's really only used once or twice in the movie. But anyway, uh, some people put out some really good models and they were super cheap. And actually there was a free version out there that people could just download and print. And well, that was pretty cool. And then someone was like, well, can you make it work? And someone did. So for all of two dollars, I downloaded the um, I downloaded the uh, file and I printed a Aztec death whistle. So um, I won't demonstrate it because the the family is still awake and everything. And I don't want to wake <laughs> them up. It it does sound pretty bad. I'll just kind of it sounds yeah. pretty deathly. Um, it's got a slower jaw that's got to go on the bottom of it. The reason why it is the color that it is though is. The guy who originally posted it was like, use an FDM printer so that 
you know, prints the plastic, um, do it that way because I don't know how you're going to wash off or wash out the extra resin and cure it. And I was like, ooh, that is a good point because this thing does have – basically inside of it, it has a sphere that literally has one point that's holding it up. Um, And I was like, ooh, yeah, I wonder how you're going to do that. Um, So whenever it print, I I thought about it. I was like, I have clear resin. Even if it yellows, which it did, that's something I'm going to have to kind of check into – I should, the UV light should still cure it. So, uh, whenever I washed it, I was pretty sure there wasn't extra resin in there, but there was liquid stuck in it and I had to shake it out. I was like, oh man, I hope this isn't uncured resin. It turned out to be alcohol, which is what you wipe, you know, wash it off with. So it was fine. But, uh, yeah, so washed it and cured it. And I have to say, like, it does need some cleanup. And I did have some places where it kind of chipped more than it should, but, there's some really interesting things going on with using this type of resin to um, uh, um, smooth uh, 3D prints and stuff like that. And uh, I think this is going to be really nice to work with. Like, I, I'm, I, from what I'm told, I'm, I've already sanded it a little bit, and I mean, it sands great. Uh, so I'm kind of excited to see how well it takes paint. So that should be that should be fun to finish. Uh, may have to do one for a friend or two here <laughs> on the show. I'd like it. I'd like one that's at least cleaned up a little bit, but I, I want to paint it myself. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's even better. <laughs> yeah, because I could do that real quick and just throw it in a box. So. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so I've been working on that, and that's kind of what I've, what I've been doing. <sighs> okay, so uh, going along with I, – literally, I went, I went to New York on a Sunday night. I was there until Tuesday. I flew back. Um, Wednesday, I had a little time to kind of get myself back together. Thursday, I worked a half day, and then I drove an hour uh, to Austin that night, the Friday night, and the following Sunday night to do events for the premiere of the movie here locally. Uh, and then that Saturday, uh, we drove to San Antonio for a parade, also you know to do with the movie. Uh, during that time, I saw a lot of other uh, equipment and stuff. I saw some people's work. We've had some new members join our group. Some of them have some really awesome props. And it's kind of really lit a fire under me. And there's like, all right, there's some things that I really want to try to get done. Uh, one of them is now like I've never been completely happy because I was in a rush to get the outer shell of my proton pack done. And there's part of me that's like, well, I'd really like to kind of go back and clean it up. There's also part of me. that's just like, why don't I just reprint the whole damn thing? And that way it's mm-hmm. I have this one. It's ready to go. If I do have an event that comes up, it's ready but feasibly I could just 3d print a new shell on it, get it exactly how I want it and just slap it on there instead. So, uh, that may be an option. I may end up doing that. So, and then, I mean, who knows? I may end up going back and cleaning this one up. I don't know. There's, I've got like five different plans going on in my head anyway. Uh, (laughs) so one of the things I kind of brought this up earlier, um, things to kind of talk about. We don't necessarily have to have a topic topic, but I wanted to just kind of bring up, um, as we record this, it's the beginning of December. We're at least a week in, and most people probably have already started like getting ready for the holidays if you celebrate the holidays. And uh, yeah, so <laughs> um, so I wanted to kind of talk about that and how the holidays affects your creativity. Um, and I listed it. I listed it three different ways. Like a lot of the things that I think of when I think of creativity around the holidays are baking, because a lot of people bake. A lot of awesome treats around this time. Oh, yeah. Uh, design, like putting up decorations. Yeah. That could be a rope thing that's just like every year it's like, oh, no, this this is how it goes. This goes here and everything else. Not in my house. Every year it changes. So there's definitely some creativity there. Yeah. Not mine. My wife's. Um, <laughs> and then the other thing that I think about is repairing decorations. Because that's a thing that has to happen almost every year. And sometimes you have to get really creative with how you're going to get this thing back together, uh, working again, whatever it might be. Um, So this year, I'll go ahead and just kind of start off. This year, I have actually made it really easy on myself just because the last year was such an ordeal. Or maybe it was the year before. I think it was the year before. Anyway, um. I had so many problems with trying to get lights done, mainly because uh, with the pre-lit tree we had, like the lights just started cascading and dying. 
And I literally spent like three hours cutting all of the lights out of this tree. I was done. I was like, nope, I'm not never buying a pre-lit tree again. Um, and so I went back to the old process of just buying the lights and wrapping them around. And I looked and I was like, okay, three 100 strands doesn't quite do it, but I definitely don't need another full strand. So I'll buy three 100 strands and a 50 strand. And got them home and plugged them up and saw that, oh, look, the color temperature is different on the 50 count strand than the 100 strand. And <laughs> of course it is. Wanted to throttle someone at that point. Um, apparently, I had also changed out all the lights outside. I had, like, ripped the lights off of all this other stuff that were all the old condescent bulbs and put LEDs on it. This year, I was like, all right, it's time to get the lights up and whatever. Uh, we had a couple of bushes that died during our big super freeze. Putting the lights up on the house was actually very straightforward and very easy. And because I had already done the rewiring and stuff a year or so ago with the LEDs, I plugged everything in and everything worked. And I was just like, well, this is how it should be. Like, thank yeah. you, past <laughs> Eugene. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, but yes, uh, like literally – it was to the point that I, I – it was so bad that one year. I guess it was last year or year before. So it was so bad. I just – I it was like I really think it killed my Christmas spirit. And I was just like, nope, I don't want anything to do with this. I don't yeah. want to decorate anything. Fuck all this. You can all burn in hell. And now I'm just like, well, this wasn't that bad. <laughs> maybe maybe it's not so bad. Maybe yeah. maybe I can get back on – get back in the Christmas spirit. We'll see. So, yeah. uh, Ray, you were wanting to say something. Oh, I just um, found it very interesting that you didn't want a pre-lit Christmas tree, and that was that's all I'm ever gonna. He buy. refuses to buy anything other than a pre-lit Christmas tree. We had a 1950s prefab. Oh, I think it was the 50s. I it was my grandparents. 60s maybe. My anyway. grandparents had four artificial trees in their house, and my granny was like, "We're they were getting ready to move and needed to clean stuff out, so she gave us a tree for free." No, it was a massive tree. It was huge. Oh, and they're not cheap. Tree. tree. No, no, so it was they free. Weren't. So, and this is great, except that it was the um, so the wire, you know, the the wire that's in the branch part. Yeah. It's like that really thick. So that's what would come out at the end and then bend down. And so you'd have to put each branch in yeah. to the pre-made and right. then like fluff it all out yeah. and then put the next row in, fluff it all out. Except that because of the age of this and when it was made, I looked like I was uh, trying shed. to. Uh, well, it's no, it, it didn't shed. It oh, cut it me. You. It would cut. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all over me because of the metal that was inside this yeah. shit. And it looked like I tried to take on Freddy Krueger. Like it was. <laughs> he hated it every single year. He'd bitch every year. I'm like, we're buying a new tree, and yeah. she just just one more year, just one more year. Yeah. And so, finally, what was it? Two the last year? Two years. Two ago. years ago. Two years ago. Two years ago, we finally got a pre-lit tree, and it's literally set it down. I set it up this year. I don't do anything with it now. Yeah. So it's not even better. Yeah. Even better because I don't. Yeah. <laughs> See, ours, like I said, ours was pre-lit. Which, you know, I cut all the wires out of it, but I would have it's still <laughs> in literally three pieces. Like, yeah. it, it does kind of have those hooks, but they're like, it's more of an actual hook. And so, like, the top part comes up, and you just kind of, like, fold it up a little bit. The middle yeah. part comes up, and all of it folds up. And then the bottom part comes up and folds. Now, yes, you have to kind of go back and fluff it out a little bit. Sure. But I know what you're talking about. It's not this whole reach in and hook it in and like as you're reaching in, it's just like scraping up your arm. I know exactly what you're talking about. That is a nightmare to do. And they all lost their labels. So I had to <laughs> respend and and I had to relabel every one of them because each row was different. And so if you didn't have the right size, it looked like the tree was all off. But it was free. That I, yes, but that will kill. That kills Christmas spirit. I'm telling you right now. Like I'm going to tell my boys. Listen, I understand you don't want to spend two hundred dollars on a Christmas tree. Damn it, just do it once and be done. Like just future you will be happy. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and if if you can, if you have to go this one more year, then as soon as Christmas is over, heck, heck, the way things are going now, wait till like the day before Christmas and go buy one on. Like two, yeah. super cheap scale, you know. Sale, so. But do that's yourself one, a favor. Don't put the the old one away 
throw it out. Exactly. Yes. And then force yourself to, oh, shit, I threw it out. I got to get a new one. That's that's exactly right. Yep. That's the best way to do it. Um, I had brought up baking originally, Chris. Yeah. Uh, and not picking on you, uh, but you like to bake and you're a good baker. And does Christmas time like, does it like get you going in the baking spirit or? I hate Christmas. <laughs> okay. I, hate I don't like Christmas. I don't like any holidays to be perfectly honest with you. I've never liked it. I, I uh, have a very dramatic family that made cr- any kind of holiday. a It was just stupid. And I especially hate Christmas because, um, I come from a divorced family, and so it was always a it was always a thing. It was always drama, obligations, obligations, and like <laughs> hurt feelings and shit. And it was just like, oh my god, nobody freaking cares. And we and my mom's my mom has a bit of a shopping issue, uh, uh-huh. and being poor with a shopping issue does not work well. So I knew we couldn't afford any of this stuff, but for some reason, out of some sort of weird guilt, mom guilt is awful. But she felt like she was sort of making up for the fact that we had no money, except we both, me, me and my sister, she didn't have any money, so why are you getting us all this stuff? Uh-huh. And it was just stressful because she made it stressful. And so now with the kids, I it was fun with Santa, like Santa's fun. Um, and then... I like our new tradition. Our new tradition, yeah. I just don't like it. I hate Christmas so much. <laughs> So our new tradition is that we each pick some one of the names out of the four of us. Yes, we draw and, names. And we we there's a list of like what ten things or something like that, I think or it's eight, eight things, eight categories. Yeah, there's like something to read, something to wear, something to do, something to play, like, something they need, something to play. Made, so used, yeah, want. made and used. So I liked it. I I thought it was really yeah, good idea. We started it last year. Yeah. Um. Originally, uh, we were. Um, supposed to be like going away on trips and stuff instead, but COVID said no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really loudly. It continues to. So and continues to. So we do so presents. Like, screw it, we'll yeah. do these little presents because and we'll we have fun. And, um, and then the one thing that my that we are dealing with with my family, um, Christmas Day will be spent here. Yes. So if my parents want to see me on Christmas Day, they can come down and see me. Uh, but I will not be traveling on Christmas Day. And there's yeah. a, a reason for it, because when I was a kid, there was every morning we'd get up at 4.30 in the morning and we'd get down to the tree. Oh, and my mom would wake us up. That's the thing. I wouldn't be like up and, oh, my God, I'm getting presents. It'd be I'm passed out and getting shaken awake because mm-hmm. it's time to open presents. So I'd get down to the get down to the tree and we'd open our presents and like, Oh my God, this is so cool. Okay. Now pack up and get in the car. Cause we're going to go down to Toronto and visit a family for the next week. Mm-hmm. And then it was a week later. It was like, yeah, what did I get? And start going through my presents again. Cause like, yeah, you can't take all your presents with you. Cause yeah. yeah. But with yeah. the baking, I will say I get, it's a little extra. Um, I do neighborhood boxes. Like, this is the first time in we, – we lived out in the middle of nowhere for six years. So now that we lived in town, we actually have neighbors. Last year, I decided to do neighbor boxes. So yep. we picked um, seven like seven neighbors yeah, that we talked to, like, you yes. know, that we interact with. One of one set's actually um, good friends of ours. But mm-hmm. And I just make – I buy little Christmas boxes at the dollar store. Um, and I come up with a list of like three or four types of cookies or squares or whatever, and then I make an ornament. So that's kind of fun. But other than that, that's but about as one of my cookies made the cut. The cut well, this year. yes. So this year I'm making oatmeal peanut butter chocolate, chocolate chip, chip cookies. cookies because it makes a big batch. It makes a huge batch, and they're one delicious. batch will probably do all seven boxes. And so they're very good. They're really, really good. They're like stick to your bones kind of good because there's so much fucking fat from the, oh, yeah. pe- the amount of peanut butter you have to put in it. They're good. They keep so you full. Good. And the oats, they keep you full for a long yep. time. Um, but yeah, the baking, the baking's kind of fun. My mom's a big baker. And my mom, when we go to her house on Boxing Day, always has full trays. But it's the same stuff every year. She doesn't mix it up. 
So oh, it's the same stuff. Sometimes that's go. fun because it's like, yeah. oh, I've been waiting all year for this treat. She makes these chow mein chocolate cookies that I think are disgusting, but my sister loves. Oh, they're terrible. But then she makes these like. Those coconut puffs are good. The coconut puffs are really good. And then she makes it. Anyways, so she goes all. She likes baking. She loves the holidays. I just can't stand. I hate the whole pomp and circumstance around it. The house is not decorated. We have the tree lights. and some lights. And that's lights. it. <laughs> We go more out for Halloween. Yeah, Halloween's my jam. <laughs> Halloween gotcha. makes me feel like, okay, this is a thing I can get behind because it's a whole night spent giving treats out to kids. Right. Like you're giving them out. And, it's this whole and you're allowing somebody to dress into whatever they want. Yeah, it's just this fun night of this really weird, when you think about it, tradition, but it's so cool and universal. And it's fun and there's no there's no presents involved i hate presents so pre- like gift giving is like four on my love language scale is like four <laughs> percent like it oh is wow so, okay yeah it's really low because i hate it and that's all christmas is it's just it's really high on mine it is it's one of these because that's all it is and it's it's the it's the time of year and you give gifts and it's loving and i'm like oh it's expensive <laughs> See, one of the new traditions that we started up is uh, all of my cousins on my side are all older now and have kids and are married and stuff. Um, And so they started this several years ago. It was like, oh, all right, well, you know, everyone still buy for, you know, the little bitty kids. So like, you know, my kids or, you know, and some of the other little ones or whatever. But it was like, why? Let's not spend a bunch of money on everybody. Let's do a, you know, everyone pick a name out of hat type of thing. Yes. The problem I had it with it is, um, I mean, I'm friendly with all my cousins, but I don't hang out with them. So I have no idea what they were into. So was this last year? I think it was last year uh, or maybe it was the year before. I put my foot down and I said, all right, Christy and I are out unless we and I said, I will I will take charge of this if I need to. I said, I think we everyone if we're going to do this, you have to fill out a form. Oh. With things that you yes. like, things yep. that you don't like, things that yep. you'd like to get, things that, you know, you never buy you for yourself. Those type of things. Yes. And my mom took it over this year and, and did a good job with it. So, like, you know, now, you know, Christy and I both have a list from, you know, different members of the family or whatever. And it's just, you know, sometimes it's kind of just general, but it's just like, cool. It sounds like if I bought a case of beer and you know, uh, a, a lightsaber or whatever, the person would get a kick out of it because they like Star Wars and they like Coors Light. So perfect. didn't That's know that. Okay. Good deal. So anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, so, you know, th- that's one of the kind of newer things that we've started. Christy and I do like to decorate the house. It's funny because she usually does, she does the inside of the house. I put up the tree. Generally, I'm the one that decorates the tree. Uh, and then I take care of the outside stuff. Like I said, since I've done a bunch of this work previously, with the lights and everything, it's not so bad. Um, we still do not have any ornaments on the tree because we're still trying to figure out our cats are still not that old yet. Yeah. And we're still kind of having some issues. He Lucas has really not gotten in the tree too much, but I did go ahead and buy a shot collar for him. He did not care for that. Uh, <laughs> it's basically a disc that you can set up the radius on and turn it on. And of course I have it underneath the tree and then you put the shot collar on and if he gets within the certain range, it beeps. Now I wish it would only beep for five seconds, maybe even 10 seconds. It goes on for 15 seconds, <laughs> but it will eventually give him a little bit of a shock. The, just the fact of having the collar, cause our, none of our animals roll around with collars. Uh, he didn't care for that at all. And I don't know, maybe that was already enough. We're going to have to kind of see, I need to ask Christy when she came home today, if, if the tree looked like it was messed with. And if we're going to do ornaments being that it's already the eighth, it's not that it's like super deep into the Christmas season, but it's kind of like, well, do we bother at this point? Or I don't know. We're going to, that's a conversation you need to have anyway. Um, but yeah, it always seems like there's those things that you have to repair around the holidays or, or take care of or whatever. I will say this is also the one time of year that I actually have an interest in possibly making something specifically. And it's not even really baking. It's more so melting chocolate and adding just enough mint to it so you get the taste, but it's not like super overpowered. Yeah. And then you take Ritz crackers and you dip it in it. And it tastes a lot like a thin mint. And it's fantastic. (laughs) Because you also kind of have a little buttery undertone. Anyway, um. But yeah, there's some things like that. And of course I enjoy, like my mom does a lot of baking usually about this time of year. And, uh, so, you know, enjoy doing that. But 
Um, I, there's no, I'm, I'm trying to make note. It's funny. I, I have a, a, a note in my phone for year after year that I leave myself the things that I need to remember when it's time to set stuff up. In some cases, it was like the diagram of how everything was set up. One of the other things that we did is now that we didn't have those those bushes, uh, we got rid of some of the lights that were on those, so I didn't have to put those up. We had these deer that were constant pain in my butt. Uh, we got rid of those. And so since we stripped out a bunch of stuff, it's also made it a lot easier putting it up. And I thought, this was really easy to put up. This was really nice. I like how it looks. This is great. And then Christy makes a comment. I don't know. It seems like it's missing something. Oh. And I'm like, okay, if we're going to do anything else at this point, I've reached this point in my life. I want a, I want a cohesive, um, theme for yes. our decorations. So, you know, Halloween wise, yes, as much as I'd love to do a bunch of ghostbuster stuff, you know, she wants more traditional. So it is on my to-do list for this coming year. I am going to make, uh, tombstones to go in the front yard. I've been meaning to do it for years. Yep. Just keeps getting pushed back. You and I have had this conversation. We found the YouTube channel. The dude shows how to make excellent versions yeah. of them. Yeah. Um, but we want a cohesive idea for, you know, the front yard or whatever. Yep. Same thing for Christmas. Right now, it's just mainly Christmas trees out there. So I'm not exactly sure what you do. It's funny that she brought it up because literally when I'm taking the boys to work in the morning, the first day that it went up is hilarious. On the street going towards their school, it's a good distance street. There's a yard. It's kind of up. It, it's got a decent incline on it. I looked it up to see how tall it actually is. They have a 20 foot tall blow up reindeer in their front wow. yard. It literally takes up like 60% of the yard. <laughs> Which Christy jumps. She's like, maybe we should get one of those. And I'm just like, well, how much is that? It's like $300. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I'm like, she's like, well, if we did that. That's all you'd have to do. I'm like, that's kind of got a point. <laughs> Don't really have to do much more than a giant 24. <laughs> you wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. But you wouldn't. Do you want to chase that thing down in the wind? No, that's the other thing is it did blow over. I saw the other day. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Um. And okay, so here's another side thing that happened. So we we had a blow up turkey that we had in the front yard, and somehow or another, it was brand new. Bought it last year. Uh, I guess my sprinklers went off and like shot directly into the the fan and killed it. And at first I was like, all right, well, I know it wasn't that expensive, but I couldn't find it again. And I thought, dang it, I'm going to see if I can fix this thing. Well, sure enough, I found a different blower. I swapped it out, took a little yeah. carving off of some plastic sheaths and stuff, but I got it to work. And so I'm ready for to go for, you know, for that to go next year. Uh, but then I also designed and 3D printed a uh, a shield for the back of it so that it can still intake air, but it you can't shoot water directly into it. So, <laughs> um, so I've kind of gotten to this point where I'm like, the decorating is not bad, but I want to a have a theme and b, um, I want to like beef things up. So like another problem that I have with our Halloween decorations is a lot of it consists of using those little um. Uh, um, was it uh, 2032 uh, watch batteries? They don't, they don't last that long. And I'm just like, I really wish I could wire a bigger battery into it. Or in some cases, we have some things that have an LED in them, but they're just really weak. Even with a brand new battery, they're just kind of weak. And I'm just like, I could do better than this. Yeah. I could, I could make this a lot stronger LED. So I want to, like, if it's supposed to look like it has a flame in it, I want it to, look, like, I want it to glow. I want it yeah. to actually yeah. have some light to it. Yep. So, you know, there are these little things that I'm writing down notes and everything like, okay, I need to update this. I need to update that. And the problem with that is, is I've got to make sure I'm thinking ahead months ahead. <laughs> so the time yeah. to start working on Halloween decorations is August, August. and Sep yes, August <laughs> or September at the latest. <laughs> or March. Which means, yeah, which, <laughs> which means, well, it depends on how many tombstones you're making. Yeah. Uh, but like, you know, for Christmas, like, so while the Halloween decorations are out, like if I'm improving anything, I need to be getting that down. And that's, it, it's kind of, it's a weird idea, but it, it like I said, it, it's just one of those things that's, I've gotten to the point, I'm like, this was fine, but if we're going to keep doing this, we're going to do it right. So yeah. 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 Um, anything else that kind of, you know, oh, that was the other thing. Okay. That was one more thing I was going to bring up. Um, creativity wise. Uh-huh. Um, making gifts. Yes. I love that. 
um, sometimes it's a necessity, especially uh-huh. whenever the, the, the money flow isn't there. You know, there's tends to be certain times in people's relationships where it's like, oh, we're freshly married. We have no money. So yeah. somebody doesn't have a job. We got to make all of our presents. We, we, <laughs> we made barbecue sauce. That I love my family. They probably never used it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing is sometimes it can turn out really well. Sometimes it's like it's funny because, you know. There are certain things that's like, all right, well, we've been meaning to get family pictures. We could do family pictures for everyone. Is that kind of a silly gift? For a cousin or whatever, I'm sure they're just like, oh, yay, a picture of you. That's great. Mm-hmm. For, for the grandparents on the other oh, hand. Oh, that's good. Yes. That's, that's, good stuff. that's, yeah. a, that's a top shelf yes. present right there. Yep. Yeah. Um, but have, have y'all ever, like, you already said barbecue sauce. Have y'all Have y'all done one of those things where it's just like, I'm just going to make all the presents this year just because I've got a V in my bonnet and I've got to. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, we did that one Christmas because it was out of necessity. Yeah. Um, and we've made, I've, I've only done it a couple of times. Like last year, like a couple of years ago, I made my mom a scarf because she's always perpetually cold, but she always likes going out for walks and she's whatever. So I made, mm-hmm. she doesn't, wear it she you made never, my sister i did well. yeah i made and your mom and yeah. i made her a um like a headband thingy that she refuses to put in the dryer to yeah. put in the dryer she won't do it because she's worried it's going to shrink it's but, too big for her now because she stretched it out i've done some paintings for people you've done paintings um the, the one thing and I, I thought this year i would make stuff for everybody this year but our christmas list list is so wonky mm-hmm. um and really uneven yeah. like my mom wouldn't my mom's the type of person like if you're gonna give me a present, don't make it. I want the stuff. She wants. I want. Yeah, I want right. quantity over quality. <laughs> I want all the things. I want lots of presents to open on Christmas morning, and which is fine. She's very open and upfront about that. So, me spending time and making a gift for her is not. It's, it's lost not, on her. It's lost on right. her again, unless it's a picture of the kids. That's mm-hmm. pretty much it. Um, somebody like like my grandparents really appreciate it because they enjoy. That kind of thing. My granny's very crafty. Um, So she enjoys, yeah, she enjoys that stuff. Um, Your mom, your parents would too. Oh, if I, yeah. It's just one of I could paint a square and frame it and say, Ma, this is for you. And she would be, she would love it. She would love it. But yeah, Christmas is one of those things where I just don't, I don't know. It's hard to get motivated. I don't have a lot of motivation. I think for me, it's the expectation. It's the expectations of the gifts. It's the expectations of those things. It's like, okay. like If Christmas is about being with family and celebrating some Jesus dude, why the hell do I need your presents? Why are we doing this for each other like this? (laughs) Why not just, if you want to give me a gift for whatever reason, do it any other day of the year. Any other day of the year. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do it on On this specific day. So, yeah. Yeah, so that's we're. I'm a big Grinch. I'm a huge, huge Grinch about it all. I, I'm wearing Grinch socks right now, actually. <laughs> it's just that it's just the it's it's the way I grew up about it. It was like, look at all the presents I got you. It's like, right, but I didn't actually want any of this. And mm-hmm. see where my my parents took the time and actually got things that I wanted, and I just couldn't play with them for a week. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, um, I grew up in a very different. Yeah, because you, uh, your mom lives for Christmas. Yes. Loves it. Like. But it, it was to the point of where like my sister and I would roll our eyes when it was time to decorate because I was helping dad out outside. I was the one holding the ladder nice. on the top and he's yelling and screaming and cursing and. Uh, and then I can't feel my hands and feet and then we'd get inside and then I have to help with uh, the inside as well. And she has this whole village thing that she's just set up. Village and, like, thing and the cotton that's got to go there. Oh, the cotton. <laughs> so you have to lay out the cotton and then you have to put and then uh, this one year, I'll never forget one of the <laughs> one of them was like this. It was a Santa that was like, I don't know, uh, knitted Santa or something like that. Like it was a crocheted Santa or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we were trying to figure out how to put him into the house. And my sister and I came up with the bright idea to put a string up, <laughs> hang it from oh a Oh my God, chair. your mom would have, did she cry? So it looked like it. So Santa it was, hung himself. Oh my did God. Did she cry? <laughs> 
Oh, God. Did you get in shit for that? I think we took it down before she saw it. Oh, my God. The way to make your mother cry and break her heart. Oh, my God. I, I, I will sit if, if I have to find one and send it to you. I will. Have you seen the picture that someone posted? They're like, I don't think my mom has found it yet, and it's someone's nativity scene, and they have snuck Yoda in there, and he's standing there with his cane, and he's looking down at baby Jesus. And so if you just glance over, it's like, oh look, everyone's looking at baby Jesus, and it's like, no, that's clearly Yoda. <laughs> that's Yoda. I would, you know what I would do? I'd slowly swap them all out so it'd be like the entire cast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. Every year, just add one more. Why is why this wise man there? wearing chrome and have a helmet? I. <laughs> the, the guns. Next thing you know, I'd have like a full-on like battle scene going on where <laughs> the stormtroopers are coming in. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh my no, god. I, I want to buy those just to do that now. I have a big issue too, though, with. Um... It's sort of like a minimalism thing, practicality thing. For me, I just find it – I don't understand the whole point of decorating for one specific thing, like for a short period of time, only to take all the decorations down. Mm-hmm. You have all this extra stuff that you only use once a year that's only up for maybe a month, and then you put it away. Like um, your cousin Brenda. So his – well, it's his dad's cousin. Anyway, yeah. she spends, I think, a whole week – it takes her a week to yeah. decorate her house. It's okay. gorgeous. She's got, a, but it takes her a solid week to do it. Yeah. And that, I'm like, that's so much. You'd need a storage locker to handle all that stuff. That being said, I kind of plan on that for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> you get that shop organized and we'll Oh, talk. I know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, so going back to the making of the gifts or whatever, mm. I think. And I was going to ask all this. Do you think because you are a creative that yeah. uh, receiving a gift uh, that was handmade de- or, you know, homemade definitely hits more? I think it's I think it's, it's the from. creative thought put behind it, because my so my birthday just came last month and my sister and I don't get each other. Oh, anything, yeah. But it was my 40th. <laughs> and my sister was so pumped. She's like. I got you stuff. I'm like, no, we don't do this. She goes, it's your 40th. Plus, it's amazing, and I can't wait. She was so excited. She talked about it for weeks, but she got me, but, like, didn't tell me. She was just super happy to give it to me. It was awesome. It was little things that she picked up at the thrift store, and it meant nothing to really anybody. She only spent a few dollars on it, but I was like, holy crap. This is, like, an inside joke from our childhood. I can't believe you found something like that. Or from recently, like, trail mix. Trail mix. So I went – my sister and I went to a concert together and it was just the two of us and it was like yeah it's our time to like no kids woo so we stop and get gas and we're at the gas station snacks to get snacks I bought trail mix my sister got pissed at me she's like there are no children here we can get all the junk food and candy we don't have to share and you buy fucking trail mix are you kidding me I'm like but I really like trail mix why are you yelling at me and so the inside joke now she gave she got me like two things of trail mix she goes because you like it but i do thank you i'm gonna eat this this is great nice she made me she made me a friendship bracelet that's a big sissy on it she made me out of 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 the gimp uh, no out of that one was out of hemp but she made me another friendship bracelet out of gimp yeah Um, did you guys have gimp down there it's like this plasticky stuff anyways but she got me like um she bought me I don't know. It was just all the, the candy from our childhood yeah. and stuff like that. Everything so from the 80s, thought. 90s, yeah. And then my Never. mom got me stuff, but it was like, oh, I, she but she spent more money, and it were bigger gifts. But like that little stuff. I remember my sister bought me a Michael Jackson CD one year for Christmas, and I cried. Yeah. And then that same <laughs> was, Christmas, my mom like, oh. got me this silver ring with a little diamond in it, and I was like, wow, oh, that's nice, thank thanks, you, mom. Yeah. And he was like, it's, it's, I think it was the Thriller album. I'm like, oh my god. Right. So I think it's the creativity of like how creative you can get with your gift giving, not necessarily that you've made it, but like, right. If you see something and it's like the way what she put together was completely perfect and it took her a while to do it, but she was the creativity behind it was pretty awesome. Okay. So like I was, and I was just thinking about this as we were talking, like, so if I knew someone that did woodworking Mm -hmm. now that I, 
you know, have started, not that I'm, I'm doing it, but I watch quite a few woodworkers on YouTube and I, I see the craftsmanship and, and the creativity and stuff and, and work that goes into it. Yep. In my twenties, maybe in my early thirties, even, uh, if someone had given me like, been like, Oh, Hey, yeah. So I've gotten into woodworking. I may do a cutting board. I'd be like, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I've already got a cutting board, but thank you. That, that was nice. Yeah. 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 Now I would be like, Oh man, that took that probably took a lot of work, or at least that took a lot of time. And even if you like knocked out batches of them, I would be like, that was a lot of work. Like, thank you so much. Like, this is yeah. this is awesome. This is an awesome gift. Um, so I think that part of like like I said, more yeah, the more creative that. I've become, yeah. the more it kind of like hits me that's like now of course you can also tell if they just like very simply, you know, just kind of, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, but yeah, going back to the creativity. So, <laughs> so like I found out sometime, I, I think it was this summer, I found out my partner at work um, likes to use a, uh, like whenever him and his wife go on vacation and like go to the beach or whatever, he's the guy out there with the metal detector. <laughs> and I found out about that. And of course you always think your phone's listening to you like a month later. Um, I, I was it was advertised for a a shirt and it's a guy it's a guy wearing you know the headphones and like you know beach attire or whatever with a metal detector and it says and the thing on the shirt says uh, beach better have my money <laughs> <laughs> and I was like I have to get this for yeah. my partner and like I've been holding on to that and sure enough his birthday was this last weekend so when I got it for him uh, he loved it yeah. like I got him this Star Wars shirt which was a really cool Star Wars shirt it says Star Wars seventy seven you know you know. Because uh, he's a huge Star Wars nut. He liked that. The next day he wore that shirt. Now, he had something over it while he was wearing it at work, but he was just yeah, like yeah. – I was just like, okay, I obviously – I nailed that one. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it, it's one of those sure. things. It's it's the creativity and the thought that goes into it as well. But like I said, the I've gotten to the point in my life where if someone were to give me something that was handmade, I think I could look at it and be like, oh, that, that took some effort. Like, yeah, so yeah, I exactly. greatly appreciate yeah. it. Yes, you should appreciate because you know how long it would take you to do something. Like that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. So uh, one of her cousins is an artist. Yeah. Um, she um, she's gone to school for it. She's she's really good. And she's talented. always been super creative though. Um, yeah. Years ago now, was this before she went to college? No, 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 no. She, she was, was in college because she's tw- she's in her mid twenties now. Yeah. Anyway, so now. her and I, I I told her we'd do um, an art exchange. So. Mm-hmm. I did a drawing for her. Um, which one did I give her? Anyway, there was a drawing that I did for her, and I'm pretty sure it was the Lorax. Pretty sure mm-hmm. it was the Lorax. Mm-hmm. Anyway, her catching wind that it was going to be the Lorax, she made She made so- me a travel tree! <laughs> oh, that is so awesome! Oh, yeah. This thing's so- been... Yeah, we've had it for years, and I yeah. love it. I have to vacuum it every once in a while because the, yeah. the faux fur gets a little dusty. Uh-huh. But, yeah, and it's tipped over. There's oh, moss is missing and stuff on it. But I love it. It's, it it's like one of my favorite things. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's awesome. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, those types of things I absolutely love. I, I yeah. uh, When it's time, you know, when they when somebody puts an effort into it yeah. and, and you can tell, it's like, yeah, no, that's way more meaningful. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, let's get and move on to what we'd like to work on for next time. Uh, would anyone like to go first? Marvel first. Uh, oh. Okay. Me first. Sure. All right, Chris. What is it you would like to work on for next time? Uh, By the way, so yeah. this is our. We're going to count this as our November December episodes. So we yeah. will not be recording again until January. So yeah. you got a little time. <laughs> uh, I would like to have all of the series two common room blankets all done. All right. Um, um, and then, Oh, and I'm knitting a sweater for my niece. Um, she asked me to make her a sweater and she of course picked one that is knitted and also has been translated from Norwegian. So it should be fun. I've never made <laughs> okay. a sweater before. So I'm hoping to have, it, I'm going to start it. I'm hoping to at least have a good portion of it done by the next time we talk, or at least, you know, have a, a better understanding of what the pattern is. <laughs> okay. Because okay. I'm looking at it, it's supposed to be for beginners, and I'm like, I'm, no, I'm going to have to watch a lot of YouTube videos. So I'm having have that um, uh, started at the very least. And um, um, that's 
probably. That sounds like a lot. Better. I think that I think that sounds so. pretty good. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. So, uh, what about you, Ray? Uh, I'm going to go super late, and I'm going to make sure that all of the guests are wrapped. You know. like wrapping, though. You enjoy it. <laughs> I do, he but I want, I, want it, I want it to be, like, interesting wrap. So I'm going to try and do, like, unique wrapping for for the gifts this year. Oh, cool. I'm excited okay. to wrap my presents. Yeah. Right. Good deal. So, so yeah, the, other than that, I, I want to keep it late because i, I got to get schoolwork going. <laughs> yeah, I understand you got some stuff going on, though. Um, on my list, I would like to reweather. So I've told my wife I'm not going to start any more big projects until probably <laughs> at least the first of the year because I've had so much stuff going on. Uh, so I, but I'm like, okay, I can reweather my stuff. Like literally, that's a couple of hours. You know, just gonna pull it out, get the what you know the airbrush going. So, in fact, I almost started on that, but I've actually got pieces back here behind me stored up of the giant ecto that I'm working on, and mm-hmm. I've been working on that the last couple of nights, and that's just very relaxing to me. So I've been I've been doing that. Um, so I want to reweather my uniforms. Um, I think I want to get the death whistle painted. I mean, like I said, I'll ha- okay. have the airbrush out. Yeah, I, I think I can get it. I don't, I don't think it's going to take too much work to get it prepped, and I really don't think it's going to take that much painting, to be honest with you. So I'm hoping maybe I can get that done. Um, and I might start a big project, um, <laughs> or two. Uh, <laughs> so um, I have an idea. So, so one of the other Ghostbusters has really stepped up. And really wants to kind of help reorganize our group and get it organized and redo some other stuff. And so we're kind of working on that. Uh, that's kind of a, a background thing. But I thought about it. There's kind of a challenge I want to throw down to some of the other groups. And uh, it, it's basically, um, you know, we always forget that, you know, we take tons of pictures with, with people. But we always tend to forget, oh, we should get pictures for us to like, mm-hmm. you know, put on our websites and stuff like that. And, um, I don't let anyone wear my pack. Just, I mean, it's, it's, I'm, we're super careful or whatever, you know, it's like, you know, 24 pounds or whatever, but there are occasionally some people that you're like, Oh, you seem pretty cool or whatever. And one of our guys, Daniel is just a madman, And it was just like, Hey, you want to wear a pack? You want to wear a pack? Like it's fine to hand him a wand or a PKE meter or something like that. But he's like, you want to wear the pack? And so I thought I was like, you know what? I really should make, that foam pack I've been thinking about forever. Um, and so that even if, you know, it's, uh, someone either smaller statue stature or older, maybe can't really do the 24 pounds of water. Um, I was like, maybe I should make a foam pack and we should like, not necessarily challenge, but just throw it out to the other ghostbusters in Texas or whatever. And just be like, Hey, um, let's have a competition this year and see how many people we can get pictures with packs on. And, uh, I was even thinking, you know, we should do it with just with the norms. But um, for anyone who goes to cons, like, um, see what characters you can get to throw a Poetown pack on, because that would be fantastic. One of my favorite things, it was one of the first conventions that Lainey and I ever did. Uh, We were stationed right across from a group of um, G.I. Joe cosplayers. And like I said, we're very protective of our packs because we had done so much work and stuff on them. But when Snake Eyes ask if he can wear your pack, you say yes. yes. Because I have a picture of Snake Eyes wearing a proton pack, and it's awesome. <laughs> um, so anyway, I'm th- really thinking I want to throw together that foam pack I've been talking about. And then I've also found some files to print a 3D version of the real Ghostbusters pack. And uh, I was originally was like, okay, I've got these new techniques. I figured out some new stuff about how to like smooth it and make it look really good which is kind of what I was talking about with my original pack over here. And I was like, so the next one I do, I'm going to try some of these techniques. And then I found this guy that has, has these plans and he's like, Oh no, you print them in these colors, these specific colors. And it looks so good. And I'm just like, you know what? Maybe the layer lines are fine. Maybe, uh, maybe for a cartoon inspired pack looking like it's plastics, not such a bad deal. So I could literally just 3d print this thing and have to do minimum work to get the thing together. So, that might be something I work on. I don't know if I'm necessarily going to start it or finish it, I should say. Uh, but I think I'm going to try to at least start one of these two um, and just kind of see where it goes. So, of course, Baby Yoda's still sitting here looking at me, and I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll paint you while I've got the air gun out too. So we'll see. No I, promises on that one. 
I have been thinking more and more how I would make so just the changes to uh, the proton packs because the new the new movie shows it spinning on the inside mm-hmm. the red instead of the flashing lights and I'm like I I have so many ideas on how I would do that. <laughs> so it's like so there's uh, if you look at there's uh, Adam Savage has a video he got to go you know. And yep. it is a mechanical thing that's literally yep. slinging it around. There are some people in the 3D printing community, on the other hand, um, there's some new type of LEDs uh, that are so tightly packed they look they look like they're solid. Yep. And yep. he made a ring of it, and it's just literally going. Awesome. And it looks fantastic. Um, what's really funny is there's a, 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 a norm from Tested is also showing another one. It's the LED is like turned on its side on on the string or whatever, and they're very tightly packed, and there's a kind of a rubberized plastic on it. Mm-hmm. And when you look on it dead lawn, it almost it looks like a faux version of like a neon tube. And he's using it to like make you know faux neon signs or whatever. And I'm just like, ooh, cool. we could do some fun stuff with that, like with a pack. So yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, I'm gonna have to send you those videos. But yeah, yeah there's. <laughs> I, I've also gotten closer to the idea. There's several things I want to do, and I still want to do basically a whole custom pack because someone the other day, oh, that's what it was. We were packing up after the event, and one of our guys, Daniel, again, throws on his pack, and he's got his wand to the pack in this hand, and he grabbed his his wand that I have up there, and I was just like, ooh, how awesome would that be to have a pack? dual wheels i was like awesome so anyway uh just tons of ideas so anyway that is our show for the month ladies and gentlemen if you would please give us a five-star rating on itunes google stitch or wherever it is you listen to the show you can find us at epicallygeeky.com uh there you can find all the other shows we do including the epically geeky show the marginally geeky show and sustainably geeky Uh, you can find us on social media at epically geeky as well where can we find you online right the reluctant yeti on instagram chris uh rose and hummingbird on instagram and as always you can follow my individual wacky adventure online at optimus gene on facebook instagram and twitter for everyone on the site have a good night has been a presentation of the Epically Geeky Network.